I am your host, David Jagno with Upload VR, senior editor, here in replacement for Kyle because he decided that the pressure was too much to be on the show today. And he decided <laughs> to let me take over and improve the show to bring you a more improved experience here on the VR download. So hello, hello. Uh, this is our VR uh, talk show that we record live in our virtual studio here inside the metaverse. And we project it and broadcast it live to you on YouTube. So you can join in and join in the chat, ask us questions, talk with us while we're discussing the news of the week here in VR. And also you can listen afterwards on audio platforms like Spotify and other podcast platforms around the globe. Uh, so thank you everyone for tuning in. I am joined by uh, two of my esteemed colleagues over here. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, that- starting with the woman in blue. The, the woman. Uh, I think I'm I'm the I'm the main improvement here. Hi everyone. My name is Gina, the video wizard at Upload VR. Uh, no, dude, don't say wizard. No, no, wizard. come on. <laughs> Witch, the the video ninja, the the, the video, video witch ninja. ninja. I'm I'm the video pagan. I'm Jamie. I write things in the UK. That's all you need to know about me, really. I'm pretty boring. Oh, mysterious. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I have this very large white box that takes up what? the entirety <laughs> of my office now. The Quest Two is tiny. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh, mm. PS5 is in my home. I can reach out and touch it right now, but you can't see it because I'm in VR. I'm fairly sure that's breaking an embargo. I <laughs> <laughs> haven't actually played a VR game on it, but I have the adapter. It has arrived. I have the PSVR oh. camera adapter. So my PS5 is now VR capable. Um, so by the time you hear from me again, Next week, sometime, I will be able to give you some impressions of VR on the PS5 because uh, that's all under embargo anyway. I couldn't even discuss it if I had tried it. So um, all I can talk about with the PS5 is what the console looks like physically, what the controller feels like, and um, Astro's Playroom. I could talk about that, which is unfortunately not a VR game. But like it's um, like one level as well, isn't it? Right, like not Only one, one level. I can only talk about one level. That's right. Yeah, so we'll discuss more, oh, more of that later. Um, but other than that, I have been playing Blair Witch VR. My review yeah. for that went up this morning on the site. And, four um, out of five. A four. Yeah, out of five. I like I liked it, it quite a lot. And see, it's it's an important distinction to make because no, I wasn't really a fan of the non VR version. If I had to review the non VR, yeah. I probably would have given that a two or a three out of five. It, mm-hmm. I did not like it very much. Um, but whenever you play it in VR, it adds so much tension and so much atmosphere. Mm. And um, just being there in 3D, like being able to move the the flashlight around, which has, um, I think I think it has volumetric shadows on the Quest 2, which is the version I played. Oh, And um, the dog is so much more interactive. You can reach down and pet him and <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, you can he see here. Sense. And it's it's a far better game in VR, which is kind of weird and surprising because usually Blue Team stuff is kind of the opposite. Mm. So I feel they like did- they're. They did that version of Layers of Fear, which we're not so crazy about. They did a couple of VR versions of Layers of Fear, which we didn't think were great. Um, yeah, but this one, this one, I feel like is um, very well done for a VR game. Like you actually have a VR inventory now on your body. Like you have a walkie-talkie, you have a cell phone. You have like they've actually gone the extra step to make it feel like a VR game. Mm. Other than the cutscenes, those are still letterbox rectangles. Yeah. Um, which, Boys. I mean, you, there's not much you can do about that. So, 
But yeah, it's it's very interactive, good lighting. Um, the textures are not as great as I would hope, but it is running on a Quest, so you know what what are you going to do? Um, this is supposed to come to other headsets later, um, so I think it'll look better on future headsets. Um, but yeah, it's it's quite good. I liked it. What are you can say, Z? I feel like with horror games, you just you just really need to get the lighting good, don't you? The funny thing is most VR horror games actually don't, so you're just literally look, searching around in a dark room for ages, like you don't know where to go, and you're like, this isn't scary, this is frustrating. Yeah. Um, which is one of the funny things about that. Yeah, mm. I'm, I'm actually kind of excited to check this one out. I haven't played it myself yet. They did, so they did Layers of Fear, like we talked about, um, and it feels, so it does seem like they've learned a lot from that experience, uh, mm-hmm. which will be really, really interesting to check out. I'm I'm interested in seeing the difference between the Quest One version and the Quest Two version. I hadn't thought about that yet, but uh, maybe that's something I'll check out tomorrow. Yeah, the, to see the, the lighting, big... the lighting's definitely better. Um, the dog has more fur, is what they've said on the Quest Two version. In my <laughs> review, I have a, a little breakout box that explains the differences. It's 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 all just visual stuff mostly. Um, it, it's the same game, but uh, if you can, obviously the Quest Two version is going to be better. Mm. Uh, how long? How long is it about? Uh, about six hours. Oh wow! So it's like a full-on like game. How... Yeah, for sure, for sure. What What about scare factor? Because I'm not going to play if it's too scary. Uh, I mean, there aren't a ton of jump scares. It's much more like of a um, atmospheric tension kind of scary game. Um, some of the encounters with some of the creatures, where you have to like aim your flashlight and stuff, can be pretty intense. Mm. Um, but in terms of like jumping out scaring you just like cheap jump scares there's not a whole lot it's uh Ooh, i like that it's a, it's a more atmospheric game i would say for the most part i like that because uh, as we all know jamie felton uplifted as <laughs> resident coward <laughs> cannot, evil coward cannot deal with it i mean that's what we were going to talk about a bit was that the three of us yesterday did our halloween special of uh vr roulette oh, yeah. yeah we jumped on yeah, we jumped onto Dreams, uh, the Media Molecule uh, creation app on PS4, not PS5. And I had some, I had some really scary times in Dreams. Dreams, first of all, come a long way on the VR front. Lots of really, really cool stuff you should check out. Um, although still a lot of hurdles because David actually couldn't get on the Dreams VR content in the space of the stream, which is really annoying. Yeah, but, yeah that was frustrating. In terms of what I played, I got chased around a uh, maze by Shrek and Goofy <laughs> in a VR horror game. Not Spongebob. Which I, I, I mean, you should go back. No, Spongebob was too scary. I didn't choose Spongebob. I think that one was Childhood Nightmares. Is that what that was called? Childhood Nightmares on yeah, Dreams. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was thinking that could this could go in any direction. And they literally just meant, yes, a scary, bloody version of Shrek, Goofy, <laughs> and Spongebob. What else I mean, happened to me? I... Strangely enough, with that one, it felt like Shrek was like extremely hard to evade, whereas Goofy was just kind of hanging out on the floor, crawling after you, mm. and it was quite easy to evade. Mm. Yeah, Goofy, Goofy turns out not great at not great at finding you, to you. Unless you watch a Mickey Mouse cartoon. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, Dream's really cool. Great, uh, great Halloween content on there right now. In terms of like stuff I've been playing this week, I d- there's, I've been I've been in and out. I'm in a bit of a VR game malaise at the moment. 
you might say i haven't played a lot i haven't played a lot for review i've got a i've got a code for agos a game of space which is an ubisoft game that came out this week described as a space simulation i still haven't tried it but i do want to play it yeah i think that's one of those kind of space sim games that's um i don't think there's much combat if at all it's more of a yeah exploration scanning mining Mining. type yeah it looks that it looks like it's gonna be like a lot of effort you know yeah so like i'm sure once you get into it it it's gonna be great but just much information much planning scanning much minerals and resources gained all those minerals you get from planets enthusiast kind of uh Geared, I yeah, exactly, exactly. So you can you can tell that they really believe in that game because they're launching it alongside Watch Dogs, which means they think <laughs> it's just as good, you know. And with twice the fanfare as well. Um, <laughs> uh, and then the other thing I've been checking out is uh, I've been I've been playing on and off uh, a game that came out on Quest two weeks ago called uh, Star Shaman or Star Shaman, as some would like to call it, which mm-hmm. is a very Strange and interesting game. We actually revealed it at the Upload E3 Showcase. It wasn't called E3 Showcase, it was called Summer Showcase, back in June. Um, and I think even from that trailer, people were like, well, what is this game? And truth be told, I didn't know until I put it on and started playing it for... I played it for about now, I think. And it's... So half of it, this is our... Uh, if you're watching along with us, this is the video where we ran at the uh, the showcase. Half of it is kind of like a a sort of standard VR wave shooter. Um, but then there's also kind of roguelike elements in it. So a bit of uh, Hades, if you're playing Hades right now on a flat screen or until you fall or in death, if you like those games in VR, but every time you die, you kind of reset the world's progress and you have to tackle like a dungeon, if you will, again. Um, but you'll get some like permanent upgrades to carry over. The thing, the thing I've, I'm not entirely sold on it, but the thing that I've really come to love about it is you're this kind of biodiversity uh, champion and you visit different planets that have been kind of uh, ruined by giant corporations taking over with their mechanical ways and you kind of want to liberate them and and make them all lush and nice again. Uh, And you do that by taking down their robots and you use spells that, instead of it being like, oh, create the fireball spell and throw it, you're kind of like you create a pattern with orbs, like you trace the pattern and then you get like a, a staff, I guess you'd say in your hand that then acts like kind of like a gun. And it's like this really interesting fusion of different motions in VR that feel like fun and organic. Uh, you can see it happening on the screen right now. This, uh, this is a really good trailer from the people at Splitverse. And oh yeah, great guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just... It's like instead of reloading a gun and pressing a button, you like trace a pattern with orbs to reload your gun. And like, it's funny that they get this dancer to do it because once you get into the flow of the game, you. Yeah, well, you kind of, I mean, not ballet, but you kind of do get into like the flow of things. Um, So it's really, really nice. I don't think, in terms of like the sheer. the hook of a roguelike, you know, the kind of, oh, I've died, but I just want to go one more time, get more resources, try again. I don't think it has that quite down. I like I don't really get a tangible sense of how I'm progressing during mm-hmm. during my playtime. But apart from that, like in terms of the core or gameplay, I think it's a very intriguing game. 
came out unfortunately came out on the same oh, day as Population yeah. One, which was well, maybe not the, the best move. The one thing that, that was actually <laughs> very well, what is it with the delay? Uh, the one thing that I heard that was very uh, positive um, <laughs> with the game, I heard someone loved the UI. They said that basically whoever created it, yeah, or like the graphics was like a genius. That's that's what I heard. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a yeah. lot of style from the game, and like a lot of yeah, like spunk in that sense. Yeah, and that and that is that for sure. It is such a groovy, smooth focused game from that perspective made by a team in uh, Paris and you're like yeah you definitely have the Parisian touch <laughs> to this game <laughs> um, uh, yeah and I love it I love it for that oh well exactly the, the je ne sais quoi of VR oh oh I might steal that for a headline oh. Um, <laughs> oh. but yeah no it, it and 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 in some senses you know like the feel of a VR game is more important than, than the mechanics of a VR game but at the same time, if you're going to be a roguelike, you gotta you gotta provide that hook that's going to get me coming back for the next twenty hours, like I've played until you fall for now. Basically. So they they didn't necessarily Word. like commit, but then uh, I don't know if the right word is commit, but I I I don't think it's paced well enough. I th- or explained well enough. I guess I would say. Gotcha. Gotcha. Star Shaman, J-Man. Sounds interesting. Um, quick shout out to people in the chat here. We've got Sampler19, Brian Ovaya, we've got Claptrap, we've got Scott Mugford, Mike Ward, Person Person, oh. Ready VR, we have Lily up in here, we've got Yo, Lily. everybody. Yo, Lily. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for stopping by. I appreciate it. And uh, Locks335, hello, hello. And um, Scott Mugford has asked if we play Propagation VR. Um, it's a free horror game on Steam. I have been meaning to try it out, Scott. So I'm I'm going to need to. He said it scared the crap out of him. So maybe okay. I need to try that one out and, and put the a main horror here on the YouTube or something. Because I've, heard, yeah, I've yeah. heard it's very short. Me. Um, so it's one of those things I could probably do and just... A video, you know, playthrough instead of a whole stream. Mm. I don't think there's enough content. Um, but yeah, I need to check that one out. Thank you, Scott. And uh, real quick, before we move on to the news of the day, Jamie, you wanted to mention Franking Quest 2. Yes. Oh, good point. Yeah, that was uh, just while we were like doing our opening little chit chat here. I wanted to mention the fact that I'm wearing my Quest 2 as usual this week. But last week we put up a video uh, where I installed the Franken Quest mod onto Quest 2 for the first time. So if you don't know what FrankenQuest is, it is taking the deluxe audio strap design for the HTC Vive back in 2017 and then strapping it to your head. You can see it on the screen here right now. Watching along. Um, yeah, that's my noggin, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the, the cool thing about it this time is, so in the first, in the first quest, getting the deluxe audio strap on, on it was a bit of a faff. You didn't have to like permanently damage the headset, but you had to remove a strap that didn't want to be removed, and it was kind of janky and weird this time with the setup they've got for quest 2 literally just need to get some uh 3d printed clips snap it on the side and you're good to go like that and for me this is so easily the best and most comfortable way to experience this headset um htc funnily enough htc still sells this strap even though they so, don't sell the original vibe anymore so hold on this you think this is more comfortable than the official quest 2 elite strap yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. For really? Sure. The, I'm just so support, what we're seeing here right? is 
Yeah, the, the, so the support is one really, really big aspect of it. It's also got the really good top uh, head strap. Um, and then all this hard plastic is just really, really well cushioned with that foam you can see just underneath on the back of my head. And then, of course, top of all of that, you've also got, oh, what's in action? Now, if you're watching, you can see it in action. You've got these really, really good uh, earphones that come with the deluxe audio strap that give, a, give you really, really good audio quality, which, you know, if you've been playing Quest 2 without any headphones can be a bit of an issue sometimes. Here's a fun, fun little trivia fact. This is me installing uh, the FrankenQuest 1. This was in April when it was still in lockdown, which blew mine and Xena's minds the other day. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like first week, right? Yeah, so that's so how that's much. How, how much? Come. How much would it cost to get all that stuff you need? So like a hundred bucks or so, probably. Uh, so the deluxe audio strap these days is going for about one hundred and twenty bucks. So it's not. Oh. Then okay. these clips are about fifteen bucks. I bought them from a company you could see on the on the side of these cardboard boxes called Business Company VR, which is that's a name I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Have you heard about that new product. game from Game Developer VR? They just came out with their new game. Game Developer <laughs> VR. They, yeah, they they made the 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 game of the year game, right? It's a good yeah. software. Mm, good for them. <laughs> good joke, everyone. Well done for keeping that nerd joke rolling. But yeah, well, no, that, I, I just I that's pretty I'd, awesome. I'm uh, I'm jealous. Yeah. I mean, I I don't I don't think I'm going to spend that much money to get one of those, but it looks pretty awesome. I mean, it's so good. I have taken out the elite battery strap, which obviously would have given me a couple more hours battery life. But I would prefer to have that because finally, for me, I've tried. A, I've probably tried more Quest Two strap than anyone at this point, and this is easily the most comfortable way to wear it. And I'm also wearing a VR cover in this shot as I'm wearing right now. Mm. Yeah, I've got my VR up. cover on my Quest Two right now. I think, um, you know. Like you're saying that you don't have the battery pack, but you have a pocket. You can still put a battery in your pocket. So it's not like you lose that true. functionality. I mean, one of clothes are notoriously pocketless. So, I don't know. Well, okay, so you lose that functionality. I, I lose that function massively. I mean, I, I don't know what Jamie wears. He can wear whatever he wants. I'm not going <laughs> to judge him. <laughs> yes. All right, so speaking you of uh, hardware <laughs> topics and things that are hopefully comfortable... Uh, the Reverb G2 is our first oh. topic for the, for the news segment of the VR download. Uh, we recently found out that the Reverb G2 is now shipping to people that pre-ordered and purchased the headset. Um, no one at Upload VR has tried it yet, so no one has got their mm. hands in it. No one has put their face in it. No one has no. any idea what the G2 is like. Um, so we can't really speak from experience too much, but I can say that I tried the original Reverb. And I found it to be one of the more comfortable PC headsets that I tried. It was um, very comfy on my face. I uh, I liked it quite a lot. I never got one. I had to go to HP's office and do a demo of it there, kind of like a behind closed doors thing back before it was announced. Um, I liked it a lot back then. Um, however, caveat here, it is a Windows VR headset, which mm. means the tracking controllers are you know below what I would consider in terms of you know quest and other inside out tracking systems it's not as good i've heard it has improved um personally i haven't tried a windows headset in a while so maybe it's a lot better now maybe software updates improved it i don't know but generally speaking it's not quite as good this does have more mm -hmm. cameras though this has four cameras 
the previous yeah. generation only had two, so um, this would probably be better just by nature of that. But um, yeah, so Reverb G2. Hopefully we get one soon and we can assess it and do a review. I think Jamie's the one that's going to be doing the review of this headset. Yeah, we're, we're hoping to get a headset within the next week or two, hopefully. Okay. Sometimes I realize yeah. that Heaney God has put specks of dust in, in the studio recently, and I see them going past. Or at least I hope he has, otherwise I'm hallucinating. Anyway, please continue. Mr. taking over. Uh, Mike Ward, quick, quick answer to Mike Ward's question about battery banks. You just want to make sure you get one that has a good enough output for your Quest 2. Obviously, there are some official ones like the VR Power and stuff like that that's designed for it. You don't need one of those necessarily. I've used non-VR battery packs before. Um, generally speaking, what I found, if, the, if they are designed and marketed for the Switch, they're probably outputting enough power for the Quest, mm, is what I found. That's a good, and, that's a good um, point. One note about that, though, is when you have a battery pack plugged into your Quest, it might seem like it's not charging, but once it gets down to about 75%, it should hold it there. It's not going to keep it at 100%. Uh, the battery will drain to around 75 yeah. and then it'll hold it there until your battery pack dies and then you have your quest battery left after that yep um so just to let people know uh, there are other battery packs out there other battery packs are available uh, mike ward says that they think their odyssey is just as good as the quest 2 in terms of track oh. so maybe it has improved oh, okay because back I, I i will say the odyssey and odyssey plus those were the best windows headsets when they came out um, I haven't so tried them. They are fantastic. The, the, the only clarity one, is great. Yeah. I only I only ever tried the Dell one like ages oh and ages ago. Oh, God. oh okay. The Not one, a good the one. White one. Yeah. That one's yeah, the white one. Yeah. Okay. Was that the Spider-Man one? The, this one. No, that was. You remember it was at. Uh, if you're in the UK, you'll know this name. Uh, it was at EGX, and I played Super Hot at the oh. back of the convention hall for a long time on it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I would say charging and using the battery at the same time is a bad thing because Oculus has their own battery pack officially, and mm -hmm. so clearly they endorse the uh, the concept well enough is the main mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's the G2. Should be shipping soon. If you ordered one, maybe you'll get one before us. Who knows? Let us know how it is in our Discord. <laughs> um, you can find links to that on our website and in the description. Uh, but yeah, I think Jamie's going to be streaming with it once he gets it, and we'll be doing some Q and A's and stuff. And uh, yeah, hopefully, he's playing uh, Flight Simulator with it. Mm. Because Flight Simulator is meant to be like a launch exclusive. There you so, go. Uh, That's we've got true. a we've got a twenty sixty super somewhere in this house, so hopefully it can run in well, VR. This is an, a, in, this is an important display. question. Do you have a throttle and stick? Uh, I do. A really janky okay, one. There you go. All right. Oh no, it does work. It just didn't. It didn't work for flight simulator that one time. Uh, oh. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I do have. No. I have a Frostmaster Hotas. Hotas. If, for, and if we um, can get it, if we can figure out a way to uh, remove the exclusivity barrier, then I could stream it with Quest Two as well using my flight stick mm, that I did. That's very true. That's, I'm hoping it won't Either be way, too we're difficult. hoping to get. We're hoping to get Heaney God in there, and he is—he has his whole yeah. setup. So Heaney, yeah. Heaney will be going pro, flying across the universe. Or the yeah, Heaney is—he needs the same guy at upload. He—he he actually plays these kinds of games recreationally, um, he, as, a, he as opposed to everyone else at upload who's like, "Oh, I'll play it for review and I'll check it out." 
No, he he like has a has a, a flight you know chair and setup and stuff. So he's yeah. he's a little more. Into he's it not than like the rest of us. <laughs> he's not like ninety nine percent of the game's media that said, "Oh my god, flight sim is really really cool." Played it for one streaming session, then never spoke about it. Again. I buy my own house and yeah, move on. Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, I can, I'm guilty of that. So. <laughs> All right, let's uh, we'll move on to the next topic here. This is a uh, a really cool game that I know Jamie's excited about. It's a this is a new announcement today, right? Brand new game announcement. Um, yeah. This, so it is it is now the I believe the one thousandth game from this property in VR, <laughs> roughly. <laughs> that Everything? sounds accurate, Dana. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, we are uh, we're talking about uh, Warhammer. Age of Sigma Tempest Fall, which was announced today by Carbon Studios, the developers behind the Wizard series. Um, and also, if you're a VR veteran, you might remember they did that weird Alice VR game uh, years and years mm. ago, which was oh, like, oh, a, wow, yeah. Like that, it was like a futuristic take on it, Alice in yeah, Wonderland. That, was one, that one was um, reviewed by uh, Joe Durbin, Upload Alumni. Shout out. Yeah. yeah. Who's Joe Durbin? I've never heard of him. Strange. <laughs> Strange, though. Joe, anyway. you've heard of him. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Durbin. Nice job. Nice <laughs> um, Warhammer, Tempest Fall. Age of Sigma, Tempest Fall. So yeah, Carbon, uh, best known for the Wizards, who had this, had this really cool uh, gesture system in their games. Oh, look, it's me. You can tell who picked the topic my for today's show, can't you? I mean, just like... <laughs> Good well, lord! Yeah. All, the, all the face all over this video, man. Yeah, man. Well, you know, I just thought, seeing as most people probably listen in audio, I can try and sneak my face in there a couple of times. Oh, stick anything it. So yeah, anyway, this is this is really cool because basically the Wizards games use a gesture system to summon uh, like shields, like you saw there in that little clip. There, you can summon shields. You can make ice arrows. You can make fireballs just by. Using pew, the motion pew, controllers pew. in different directions, yeah, basically, much pew 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 pewing, um, and they're gonna they're gonna transfer that to this game, which is most people you say Warhammer, most people think of the 40k universe, which is you know the big thick people in armor with their massive space metal Marines. guns and their massive armor, boys. yeah, space marines. But this is way more mystical. This is way more supernatural, magic, and whatnot. Um, so they're going to be using that some of some of that here. It's a single player game. It's coming to VR next year. It's coming to PC VR and Quest. So correct me uh, if yeah, I'm wrong. I'm but looking forward to it. There's already a Warhammer VR game out there, and there's also another one that's already in development that isn't out yet, right? So there's like there's like a I think it's like a turn based strategy game uh, from a couple of years ago uh-huh, that had yeah. optional VR support. I can't remember what right. it's called. It didn't it didn't even have Warhammer in the title, even though it was set in 40k. It was a very strange right. one. Right. It was a very um, weird, yeah. I don't think it even I don't think it ever even left early access. That's how strange that game is. And then later this month is Warhammer Battle Sisters, which is developed by a UK team called Pixel Toys, which is set in the 40k universe with the Space Marines, and you play as a battle sister. And do lots of shooty shooty. <laughs> so they are. It's kind of a Walking Dead situation, but at the same yeah. time, because because it, they're set in two different universes, well, and they're actually I different mean, universes. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. that, but also anyone that has you know been playing games in the past five ten years 
should probably be used to the fact that there's, you know, three to 20 Warhammer games in development at any given time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm, yeah, just that's all the true. time i and, mean and they, there's so many it's crazy they range from like total war warhammer to like vermintide right so everything yeah, from vermintide. a strategy oh, game yeah. all the way down the, to like a left, left for dead kind what of thing was the dawn of uh, 40k or whatever the like top down mm. uh, game then you had mm. uh, the space marine spinoff series i think there were like two or three of those and uh, there was like oh there's a bunch of wave shooter games and there was an mmo in development for a while and I mean, it's it's one and of the most one coming out Switch very soon as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah they love yeah. it, and they they know what they're doing there. They they churn it out. It's kind of like um, it's funny because Space uh, it reminds Hulk, me that uh, oh, Space Hulk, yeah, that that start that had experimental VR support back in twenty fourteen, I think. So, yeah, long history of VR and Warhammer, cutting in. Uh, yeah, no, I was just, I was going to say it reminds me as well <laughs> that you know Wraith. Oblivion Afterlife, which is also based on a tabletop game, is getting a oh, VR World of Darkness. game. Yeah. Um, yeah, World of Darkness, right? So people love it. People love seeing this stuff. And I, I'm very interested to see how they step it up because their last game was The Wizard's Dark Times, which was a like a really, really decent single player campaign. Uh, David mm-hmm. reviewed that one earlier this year. Yeah. Um, and oh, God, yeah, that was I'm this hoping year? they, they step it up. Yeah, that was like July. That was not long ago. Oh my I mean, god! Going back to what you guys were saying, you were just reeling off all these like, you know, like regular games from Warhammer. It's it's different when it comes to VR, though, right? So mm. it is a, a slightly shifted audience where you know many many people may have not experienced any of the other Warhammer games, but yeah, for with sure. this, it, it is a it, it could seem like a blatant uh, Walking Dead situation. So they are just gonna hit them against each other right yeah there's less room to compete i guess is the thing right like when, yeah. when you're talking yeah. about video games uh, in the in the wider spectrum yeah you have all these different platforms you have all these different genres but people see vr as a genre right now don't they yeah Which, it's just like, it isn't it absolutely isn't but that's shape, how people right? view it yeah mm-hmm. so I don't know there is going to be distance between them because battle sister uh, battle sisters releases or maybe it's battle sister who knows either. Yeah, probably I, I, is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't deal with plurality. I can't even say it. Plurality today. Plurality today. But that's coming out in a couple of weeks, and this isn't coming out till sometime in 2021. So we'll see how it goes. Switching gears, that joke will make more sense in a second. It'll make more sense in a second. It's a foreshadowing of what, what's about to come, all right? So switching gears here, we're talking okay. about another VR headset called the Deca Gear. Mm, right? Okay. That was right? awful. I'm sorry, Carl number two. That yeah. was disappointing. No, 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 no. Come on, chat, back me up here. Well, let me Fantastic. let me get some GGs in the chat for my for my good going, David. Uh, that's what that there was That should for. be F's instead. Uh, the Deca Gear. This, <laughs> <laughs> this is a new headset. Um, we believe that it is legitimate and real. According to Valve, they have consulted with this company to get it working with Steam VR. Um, so there is some green, green, there's some grain of truth that this is a real thing. Uh, we, mm. we talked to the founder yeah. of the company. Um, we have our concerns about whether or not this will ever become a reality. 
Um, there's a bit of a confusing shadiness going on. The guy used to like run a spyware company and sold it. And now it's like, mm-hmm. you know, how many employees does he have? What are they actually working on? What's the real time frame? What's the real ETA? Is it realistic? Um, how is it, you know, how is hip tracking going to work? That's a weird feature. Um, so there, there's a lot of weirdness in the air around this, right? So it's a little, it's a little mysterious. It's a little confusing. It's a little, you know, out of nowhere. Um, literally never heard of this guy or this company before. Um, so, I mean, what's just, your take on it, Jamie? Well, just looking at this picture that we've got on screen right now, uh, which you can find in our article on the website if you're listening uh, the podcast, doesn't the logo look a lot like the Valve Index logo? Right. Right. Mm, it does. It's a, it does, which is very, yeah. very strange. It's a, um, this it's, is, it's almost like they're going for like maybe a little brand confusion from people. Like they might think it's official by mm. Valve, like endorsed or something. Mm. That's well, yeah. That's the, the the problem with this is that uh, the the precedent for this kind of like where the heck did these guys come from, and how can they make such outlandish claims? Right, is Pimax, and <laughs> the, the thing about Pimax is. Who knows what's going on, where people's products are being shipped to, if people are satisfied with their headsets, if headsets work and whatnot, right? And that's all, all that skepticism we have to take and transfer to this. They are promising uh, the same resolution as the Reverb G2, I believe. So that's, you know, pretty much a 4K uh, VR experience higher than what you're seeing on the Quest 2, higher than what you're seeing on the Index right now. Which is, you know, a, a big, a, a promising start. And you think, well, maybe someone could pull that off it's four camera inside out tracking i believe and then it's 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 going to be sold for 450 dollars, which is a really really good price for that spec spec sheet again if they can deliver it and then also there's there's face tracking in there right is what they say like or emotion tracking or mm. however you want to refer to it I, yeah. I can't keep up with the ways you refer to this and they have this video um of oh, this action Crazy. So yeah. we're, we're about to see it. Okay, we're, we're about to see it. So we'll try and describe for anyone that's listening. But right now, we're just tracking. seeing the go. headset being used. Oh. Okay, here we go. So a person is wearing the Decker gear and acting out um, in front of a player, basically. Uh, and in VR, oh. they become a redheaded woman oh, with vampire no. teeth, I want to say. <laughs> No, don't do it. Got four, apparently, like she, it's very aggressive. Good it's, lord! It's, you so I guess they're trying to get across the idea that there's really good lip syncing in here, and and there might be good lip syncing. I can't really tell maybe, right now. Maybe she's cosplaying I would say it's, if you, as someone that's Mass Effect. Way too much Botox. <laughs> if you've played Mass Effect and you've oh, ever seen Commander Shepard smile, that's the kind of vibe they're giving off right now. Uh, now they brought up this other this other picture of the player's eyes and mouth to kind of like prove it's mirroring it. And the mirroring is very, very accurate. I'll say that. But you can see a lot of her teeth. <laughs> this is yeah. so what I'm wondering eyes, is, this is, is, is the issue the lip tracking or is the issue just really bad 3D modeling? You know, oh, I, I feel like I think it's, I think that's it, right? Yeah, because I feel like the sinking of the lips is actually pretty good. It's just, why is her mouth so big and why are there so many teeth all the time? You know, that, I think that's the real, that's the main issue. It's just the is animation's the, bad. The Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog, like, human teeth, like... Oh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, you've hit the nail on the head. This is a secret, you I know, mean, Trojan like, horse sequel to Sonic 06. <laughs> this is about thing is, make, like, make out with a, a hedgehog right now. Oh my god, yeah, tongue tracking. Here we go. This, the silly thing is, uh, I think if you read Heaney's article, I could be I could be wrong, but I think he's, uh, the founder says there's like a team of like 19 or so people working on this right now. And for, you know, uh, this is the founder right now, I think we're seeing on the screen. Um, His last name is Kuntzman, I it. think is something like that. Kuntzman, or Kuntzman is, is, is what it is uh, from mm. Tel Aviv University, I believe. Uh, it's It's all impressive stuff. And it's... You know, for the size and scale of the team, it's just, you know, making this stuff in your office and whatnot is one thing, and showing it off as R&D demos is one thing. Selling it for $450, you know, especially if you put out a big, like, pre-order scheme where, let's say, tens of thousands of people pre-order your headset, then getting it out to everyone in working condition. That's something that we've actually seen, you know, come, come apart a fair number of times in the VR industry, whether it's headsets yeah. or whether it's, you know, Kickstarter campaigns or whatnot. So, and also, like, you know, I, something like this, something like face tracking, um, the, the big question in my mind isn't, can it work? You know, that's not even the question. My question is, what's the content, you know? Who's, who's making content mm-hmm. for this yeah, stuff? Exactly. Because if a, de- if a developer doesn't support it, who cares about the feature? Like, Leap Motion has been around for six years but hand tracking is just now catching on because Oculus did it inside yeah. their own headset. Or yeah. the, the Vive trackers, right? Like Vive, Vive yeah. released all these really cool tracking pucks, which you could do so much cool stuff with. But yeah, great no, tech demos. I, I couldn't tell you. A, yeah, I couldn't tell you that a game in the last three years that released with support for it, right? Yeah, just um, VR chat, really. That's the only one that continues to use it. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be watching this. They say it's shipping next year. We'll be watching it um, with much interest. I, you know, I'm rooting for them. Is what I, I would say. Like like anyone that yeah. wants to deliver a great VR headset, I I want them to do that. It's just we've le- we all know how hard this stuff is. We all know that you know the the Oculus Quest Two took a silly amount of research, stupid amount of money, and then at the end of the day, a company that was probably willing to make a very big loss on hardware sales to make happen right um and now you've got a company that's that's promising a spec sheet that's almost better than well that is better than quest 2 in some ways for cheaper than what the what a company like hp is selling for the reverb 2 Mm -hmm. i've i've been working in vr since well i've been working in vr for like six years now and in that time i've learned to that when people over promise on hardware it usually is too good to be true. Zena's going for yeah. a wall. Uh, okay. Sorry. With the controller for 450? <laughs> I think so. We just, uh, we just saw them. In, I, ca- I can't say for sure, but we just saw them in the box there and uh, on screen. He, he oh, he's saying, yes. he, he needs saying, uh, oh, he yes. Said yes. So I think it comes with the headset controllers and a hip tracker, I think is the whole package for 450. Uh, so that's what do we do? pretty what, ambitious. Okay, let's, let's revisit hip tracking. Is it just mm-hmm. meant to be that by tracking the hip you get full body tracking, or is it going to be like a special version of Beat Saber where you, you know? I think it's used for movement. It's um, like some there's like some apps on Steam that you strap up to your feet, such as here. Um, uh, so I think it's just like it comes with a tracking 
band basically is what, is what it's saying. Mm, so you can do stuff okay. like that, or you can put it on your hips so that whenever you move your body, it knows which direction you're moving and facing. Mm. Uh, like one example was instead of be having to position yourself with your headset or your controller for movement, it would know where your body's facing for movement. So you can move hands mm. independently and still move the direction you're facing and mm. you move your head at the same time. So it's just kind of very, very, you know, archaic, kind of very simple body tracking, just directional only, essentially, and maybe up-down movement. Um, one person here uh, brings up a point that, um, let me see, who who said the comments? Uh, Claptrap said, isn't that the point that you create the technology, then the content follows? Um, yeah, I agree with that sentiment, but I think there needs to be partnerships with content creators and developers yeah, before exactly. something launches. So you have not not, not just tech demos like this, but you know there needs to be experiences that actually utilize it from launch. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe they just haven't Sony announced that just, stuff yet. Sony didn't just release a PlayStation and tell developers, okay, have at it. Sony, months ahead of time, were like, we're making this. Here's millions of dollars to make a game for it so that people buy yeah. it on day one, right? Like, yeah, so hopefully it's they very have... I'm hoping they have the funding system. and the you know connections to get content ready for something that uses these features because um, they re it really needs to be demonstrated in a way that sells the uh, advantage that you get from that kind of stuff. And I think social VR is obvious, you know, like I'm sure VR chat's going to have facial tracking support for this headset. And I think that alone, mm. a lot of people will buy this headset for VR chat just by itself. Because there's a lot yeah, of people that point. buy great point. the Steam VR tracking pucks. You know, there are people that haven't that run dance classes in v, in VR chat because they have body tracking. So I think um, you know face mm -hmm. tracking is is a really big uh, thing for a lot of people that do stuff like VR chat a lot. So the the main thing on my mind with uh, this headset is like I'm gonna go on Ian here. I'm gonna take a step back and look at the uh, industry. <laughs> um, so like. You know, the, the, the main big news right now in terms of companies making headsets is Facebook. And, you know, people are very uh, discontented with them uh, mm. because of various reasons. And they're this, like, big, massive company that everyone wants to, like, almost, like, fight against, right? Really against. And then, yeah. And then there is this independent developer making a headset, which is almost like the opposite of what facebook is about right yeah that's a good point um and yet there is still this kind of discontent around that um it's you know where where do we find this kind of middle picking gap yeah that's that's a really good point because it also like that's i always think about this as well it's like when people are like oh yeah facebook is going to ruin vr it's like what and you think google's going to be the one to save it you think yeah. apple's going to be the one to save it the like, same with with hp as well right so hp um with, with the reverb g2 uh we're like okay cool yeah uh we're ready for this however david oh yeah but the tracking isn't necessarily up to the standards mm, of what yeah. i like so you know there, there's amazing tech both sides but you know people have got these strong opinions about them and then the middle people aren't quite there technology wise it's yeah they, they want to make like kickstarters that get them like you know really the best the most successful kickstarters only still get you a certain way through the journey at the end of the day like oculus would not have become what oculus was 
even with at the time the most successful Kickstarter of all time, I believe it was, they mm. would have not got anywhere near as far as they have right now without Facebook's backing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you're right that it's it, it's tough because we look at these like independent companies with that skepticism, but it would be really really cool if they delivered and they became yeah. the next big thing in VR. It's just that's that's well, a really think, really tough thing. I think to the battle the obvious foil here to facebook um what which most i think most gamers out there um you know they're kind of fantasizing about is a world where valve takes vr more seriously right because i mean obviously they yeah, have true. the index headset they have half-life alex um but i mean th- i think a lot of people imagine a world where valve were to release something that's you know, has the fidelity of the index with the knuckles controllers and like a wireless adapter if you want it. And they're developing, you know, two to three games a year at least. And, you know, like that's yep. what people want. And I, I don't think Valve wants to do that. You know, that's not the company they are. And um, I mean, yeah. I, I'm trying to imagine a world where I'm Gabe Newell. And um, oh, why, why, would I, why would I even bother? You know, like Steam just prints money for me. Like what? Well, I mean, I guess yeah, if I have some bother, right? deep-seated yearning for creativity, then maybe I'll I'll do something. But it's like I don't know, man. Like Steam is just so lucrative. It's like, you, can you really fault the guy for taking VR kind of slow and waiting for there to be enough people? You know, it's like I don't think they're going to do anything for a little while. I suppose so, but then again, Valve has never been this kind of. Um, we've got to be cutting edge. We need to have something new. <laughs> every year right yeah so they yeah. Um, you know that that's that's kind of like baked into them almost right of just going at their own pace and making stuff that they think is good and it's almost like gabe made a headset that he wants right yeah rather than them thinking about the industry which what well, that's my take on it and it you know is very <laughs> good in my opinion <laughs> Great opinion. It is a good opinion. Um, I think the thing that you said there. The thing is, the thing is, like I think they wanted Index to be all that we're talking about right now. It's just that the thing mm-hmm. had drastically terrible shipping delays all the way through its life. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it continues yeah. to have it all the way through its life because it's only what a yeah, year and a half at, into it. Now. Yeah, was it back at like I think the it's only just thing? catching up stockwise. Yeah, didn't Gabe say that you know they're looking into wireless? That was what a year and a half ago. No, nothing since yep. no no peep of anything i mean then again covid happened right yeah yeah well exactly that's yeah. that's a very that's a very good point and gabe newell has been stuck in new zealand for most of the yeah. year because of it but yeah yeah it's yeah it's interesting valve is the very interesting middle point in all of that and i yeah again like i want valve to come out i want them to look at index and be like okay how can we improve upon this even though that's kind of what they were meant to be doing with index on top of the uh the uh in top of what what's HTC's headset called? Five. Here we go. <laughs> um, so I know. Yeah, we're just that's just a total wait and see at the moment, right? Like, what the heck is going to happen mm-hmm. next year? Or does Valve see Reverb uh, G two as its index two? Or because I mean, the other th- the other thing. This is going way off topic now, but the other thing is we can talk all we want about new exciting PC VR hardware, but what I what what's going to reignite the ecosystem right now? Because I, I don't get excited about much PC VR gaming at the moment, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. It's only really, really quest at the moment. 
I really, I feel like um, it's just another case where Facebook has really dropped the ball in terms of their content because, you know, on paper, if you rewind a year, you know, there was plenty that I felt like Facebook could have mm. done to market the things they have coming up. And I understand COVID, yep. you know, derails some plans, but in terms of like a digital marketing campaign, it doesn't have to change that much. You know, like you have, you have a new Medal of Honor game which can appeal to not only nostalgic gamers of the past that love that franchise, but also appeals to the current breed of onward Pavlov gamers for being a VR first-person shooter with multiplayer. And then you have a whole entire campaign that's reportedly 10 plus hours long. Like that, that is like, that should be like the game that every VR, you know, headset wants, you know, that's like the ideal Mm -hmm. VR game. If you look at the market right now, and there are so many people that don't even know that game exists, that it's coming out in less than two months. You know, like, that's just so bizarre to me that they're, they're not yeah, and same, promoting their own content enough. It does, I don't understand. Same for uh, Lone Echo 2, right? Now, I, yeah, I understand yeah. that that's kind of, seems like it's been in development hell this year, but where the heck yeah. is it, right? Like, it, the first one was, what, like a 2017 game, I want to say? And it was such a big success on in different ways like critically and to some extent commercially yeah and then now yeah. it's just disappeared and i mean their strategy has shame. been I, their I, strategy I, has been to buy companies but if you don't do anything with the content those companies make then you know what's the point like okay you own ready at dawn you know congrats but now where's lone echo you know like oh you own sanzaru mm. they made asgard a year ago but well, what what they haven't done anything since then you know it's the like thing is they they yeah. condemned pcvr in a way, obviously, by, by killing Griff. Yeah, it does feel like that. But <laughs> well, that's, that's my take on it. <laughs> no, no, I agree. Like, I, I just take on In some ways they haven't, in some ways they have. It's like, yeah, like, I, I just want, I want, I want another exciting ecosystem out there aside from Quest, and we don't really have one yeah. at the moment. Like, I, I'm we're going to, yeah, Quest we're going to get, we're gonna get out. We're gonna get into this in a bit, but like, I I need PlayStation to come in strong. I want yeah. PC to pick it up. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the perfect segue. That's so that's our hot topic mm. of the day is uh, the PlayStation Five, um, and as a you know connection to that, the PlayStation VR um, platform as a whole. Mm. Um, so, like we said at the beginning of the show, I do have a PS Five already. I have. Um, played Astro's Playroom. I've, I've, uh, I have, I can talk about the first level of that game, which is not very much, but it's about twenty minutes of gameplay. Um, so I can talk about that a little bit. I, I have a few articles up at the side. We have an unboxing that's on our YouTube. We have a bunch of unboxing photos at uploadvr.com. Um, I have an an analysis of the controller, which is a weird thing to say out loud, but uh, the DualSense controller. I think is just absolutely incredible. I think it is a good preview of the future of haptics. <laughs> I think I told someone the other day that it's to me that is it is the most innovative game controller since the introduction of the analog stick. Like uh, to me, it is like it is so good, even more so than the Wiimote. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, yeah, <laughs> even more than the Wii U gamepad. Oh, true. Good point. Good point. And uh, if you're yeah, watching the stream you. right now, you'll see the video here. You'll see my uh, 
extremely bad camera angles and uh, relatively poor camera <laughs> quality. So I do apologize yeah, for that. Goes. If if you go to the website though, uploadvr.com, there are some I, I think uh, excellent photos. I'm quite proud of the photos I took. Um, like, so those, those, those are really photos. nice. Great yeah. angles on the photos. To be fair, yes, you great really angles on the, the photos. There. Exactly. Um, <laughs> to be fair, so to it's talk a, a little bit about angle. It is. It's hard to fit it in the frame. It's it's so big. It's kind of ridiculous. It's hard to fit it in anything. Yeah. Um, the the controller. Just to to touch again on what I was saying, there are two reasons why that controller is so great. Um, one is the adaptive triggers, which are on the back, the R two and L two buttons. Um, depending on what game you're playing and what you're doing in the game, the developers can choose to increase or decrease the resistance of the triggers. And the way they feel when you press them can be so granularly customized. It is crazy. Like there, there's a there's a part in Astro where you pull down the spring of a robot, and I it felt like I could feel the mechanical like pulling of the spring. It was just ridiculous. And then um, like whenever I'm walking across the surface, like metal or sand or glass or something, the way the controller feels and vibrates, like the little micro vibrations. I could tell what I was walking on without looking at the screen because of how it felt. It was just so incredible. And I can't wait to see what they do with that technology in their new VR controllers that I'm hoping are going to be awesome for the PSVR 2. Um, There's Mm -hmm. so much potential there because haptics is a huge area that just hasn't really improved in VR um, in in a consumer-facing way. You know, there's a lot of, you know, tech out there, but none of it is in a consumer device. So... Um, seeing it, seeing that kind of haptics in a controller that you know anyone can can buy is is really exciting. I'm I'm excited to see where that goes for VR, especially. Now look at the design; it's so it's so weird. Like it's so wobbly and straight. Mm-hmm. You have to use the stand. It's so weird. It looks like you you remember the original PS3 looked like a, a George Foreman grill. This this, this kind of yes. like. You you like push down really hard on some areas of the George Foreman grill to like flatten it on one side and then they kind of burgeoned on the other, you know. And so in in, in some ways it really is a progression. You I sound suppose. like a man who's used a George Foreman grill. Oh, yeah, I, I know my way around a George Foreman grill. <laughs> yeah, they're fantastic, right? I, I'm excited about the future of VR on George Foreman grills more than more than mm-hmm. anything. Really, the Samsung fridge. Yeah, oh, LG think, is it? Sorry. Cooking, cooking simulator it's VR. It's coming out real soon. So I think, uh, mm, mm. yeah, yeah. And so, so, so to the topic a, of what you were bringing up earlier, Jamie, yeah. the, the issue of the PSVR platform, right? I mean, we have the PS5, which is this new headset that's coming out in, um, at this point, about two weeks. And um, it's going to have, you know, some exciting new games. It's got a Spider Man, it's got Demon Souls, it's got. You know, like some uh, Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty, blah, blah, blah. And um, if you want to use your VR headset with the PS5, you have to order a separate adapter that's not in the box. It is a free uh, delivery, but you have to order a separate adapter. And then if you want to play any of your VR games, you have to use that adapter with the old camera shown here on the screen. And Mm -hmm. it, it only works with PS4 VR games, right? So the the big question is, Jamie, is... We know of games that are coming out that aren't out yet that are going to have PS4 versions that will have VR support, like Hitman 3. Um, But if you got the PS5 version of that game and you tried to play it with your PS4 VR headset, it's our understanding at this moment that that's probably not going to work, right? Like you have to have the PS4 version (laughs) of the game to play it in VR on your PS5. 
and it's very convoluted for something been, that's not even out yet. It's already mm-hmm. fragmenting and getting very confusing. I've been trying for the life of me for the past three months or so to get an answer out of someone, a developer, someone at Sony, anyone about what is going on with this, because I think it was back in August, Hitman revealed that uh, it would have PSVR support and Hitman is coming to both PS4 and PS5, like you said. And that was crazy exciting because it's not just Hitman 3. You can import your old levels from the other two games, play the entire new Hitman trilogy in VR. Such a cool idea. Uh, and then, you know, at, at the time they said, we're still working out the details of how we're bringing VR to players on PlayStation, which in my mind was, you know, when alarm bells first rang was like, are we not going to be able to play the VR stuff on PS5? Because we know that you can't use DualShock 4 controllers and PlayStation Move controllers with PS5 games. And we also know that the DualShock uh, the the DualSense controller isn't really designed for new camera tracking because it doesn't have the LED light bar on the back. It's now facing the player. Um, so that, and then as as we progress, Developer IO Interactive hasn't really ever solidly answered that. And then I think last week they put up pre-orders for the game, and it's very strange there because uh, at Best Buy and Limited Run Games on PS4 they say it supports PSVR. On PS5, there's no mention of PSVR. And then the other thing that happened this week was that No Man's Sky announced their next generation version, which isn't just an update, it is a native release for those new consoles. Um, So it will be a free upgrade for people, but it is a whole new game in that sense, if you know what I mean. You're not just booting up the PS4 version, downloading the latest update, you're going to the PlayStation Store, downloading a whole new game. And they said that PSVR support is available by virtue of backwards compatibility, which you would not mm. say if, if you meant you can boot up the PS5 version right. and access Because the, the question, if the question the asked is, does No Man's Sky on PS5 have PSVR support? You know, that's the question. Yep. And the answer is, via backwards compatibility, you can play it with your PSVR and PS4. You know, like, that's, that's not a yes. Yeah. That's that's mm. a major caveat. Exactly. So it's it's and again, this this could all change, but it's really, really, really looking like if you have a PS5, you want to play No Man's Sky in VR, you have to download the PS4 version. And we don't even know that if you buy the PS5 version, if anyone will give you the PS4 version for free. So people mm. might end up buying the PS5 version. It's driving point, me crazy. Right? Because they've talked about free upgrades. You know, if I have PS4 No Man's Sky, I can, you know, go, I can put my disc in or I can download my PS4 version, go into the store and I can upgrade it, the PS5 version. But do they have the reverse? You know, like if I, if I've never owned a PS4, I've never bought a PS4 game in my life. I buy a PS5 and I go out, I get a PSVR headset, I get the adapter. And then I want to play No Man's Sky in VR and I go in the store and buy the PS5 version. What happens, you know? Like, do I get both versions? Yeah. Just are they bundled in the back end? And, you know, I get both? Or, like, yeah. how does that work? They haven't talked about and, and so, And then building on top of that, the, the thing that really stings about all of this was back at the start of the year, the prospect of the PS5, everyone thought, oh, my God, imagine getting an update to your PS4 VR games that got them like, up to spec on PS5, no hassle, completely free of charge. And suddenly they're as good as their PC VR versions. Imagine 
finally something like Arizona Sunshine, all Vertigo Games has to do is just patch the game and it's finally running like it runs on PC. You know, they're not doing all the really crazy optimizations they had to do to get that game running on PS4 years and years ago. And it just seemed to me that that was such like a quick, obvious, easy win. And of course, now as we get further and further, it's looking increasingly like the all really PS4 backwards compatibility is on on PS5 is the PS4 Pro versions at best, right? Like it's not, Mm -hmm. you can't update your PlayStation 4 game to have PS5 specific features, unlike you can do on Xbox, it seems. Yeah. So what was such a promising start for PSVR on PS5, personally for me, has very, very, very quickly eroded away. And now I, I thought Sony could have done enough to stave off hunger for PSVR 2 until like 2022, maybe. Mm-hmm. Now, I want, I, now I want them to get that thing out there as soon as possible. I want them to, like, because we don't even, now it doesn't even seem like possible that PSVR 2 might support old PS4 games, which would just be the worst thing ever. I'd be so disappointed if that's the case. Um, and I just, I just want them to kind of put this really wrong foot behind them and, and next year be like, yeah, okay, don't worry. We are going to do another VR headset. It's going to have Grand Theft Auto 7. It's going to have Resident Evil 8. Um, I, it's, gonna, it's, it's a case of... The Quest 2 is so good in terms of taking all of the games that came before and supporting them. Rift S did that. Uh, Valve Index does that. Any game on Steam VR basically does that. That is basically a standard baked into VR right now, especially because VR is such a young industry. It needs all the help it can get. And it would have been so cool for developers to be able to reach a whole new audience with better versions of their games so, so easily. That's kind of what the industry needs. And, and it's, it's just not going to get that right now in, in two well, weeks' time, which is really It's kind of interesting because what you're talking about here is the concept of generation, right? That's something that yep. VR hasn't had to contend with yet because even mm. the Gear VR, you know, a lot of those games got ported to Go and they got ported to Quest. Yep. And um, the Rift, the Rift S, you know, that's the same platform. Uh, Vive, Vive Pro, Vive Cosmos, Index, same platform. Um, yep. There has not been a new VR headset that can't play a VR game that came before it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yep. it's where we're reaching this point now where we're about to see a line get drawn between generations. And that hasn't happened in VR yet. So it's going, there's going to be growing pains with it. And so I guess... Yep. Um, I mean, from Sony's perspective, you can see what they're doing. I, I, I think I understand it in the sense that um, the PSVR it doesn't have PS4 in the name, but that is a PS4 device. So I'm guessing yep. whatever way it interfaces with your PS5, the PS5 understands that as a backwards compatibility feature. So it works with PS4 VR games, but for whatever reason, I'm guessing the way they architected things, the PS5. VR games, whenever they eventually come out, I'm I'm assuming will require the new VR headset, just as by nature of it being connected to the new platform, new generation. Yeah, um, like it, like the DualSense controller can't work on the PS4. The PSVR two is required for PS5 VR games. Is that's how, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know for sure, but I'm guessing that's what it'll be. Yeah, and and, and bringing bringing that yeah, full circle. Sorry, it's just what you were saying about the DualSense earlier, which is just so exciting. The idea that those haptics and and that trigger resistance could be in any VR game on PSVR going forward. The idea that 
in a shooter, like let's say they do a remastered version of Blood and Truth, and you're really going to feel the pull of each trigger and all the different uh, interactions yeah. they built in there, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's so much potential in there, and that's so so exciting. It's just a shame that much, I, hadn't, much I, hadn't, I hadn't even bothered to think about the way it could be used in existing PSVR games. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I mean, Blood and Truth. Yeah, there's, there's and... a world of potential there. Yeah. The, yeah. the thing is, and, again, like um this this is console vr right so yeah. facebook has promised uh backwards compatibility they promised that right from the beginning right so that that is something that we can hold them to so you know when it comes to generations um you you know what you're going to get to a certain extent right um whereas with playstation yeah they've just kept quiet and they they've gone the very like traditionalist route in terms of generations uh, like yeah. you were saying, so it, I think it's just going to be such a a tough battle for yeah. it. I mean, because with 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 you know the announcement of Quest Two, I was like, okay, cool, yeah, fine, great. If they like when they announce uh, PSVR two, that's when I'm going to get really excited. But yeah, for sure, for sure. It's, it's because I I know there is going to be you know that traditional generational jump. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and especially going from PSVR to, to PSVR 2. I mean, the, yeah. the, the, the other thing about it is, though, yeah, we are talking about generations and everything like that. But it's not just it's not just Facebook and Valve changing that conversation this generation. It's Microsoft as well. The Xbox yeah. Series X and S runs Very circles true. around the PS5 when it comes to backwards compatibility at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And so Sony is being very staunch and sticking to this we believe in generations and that means that we get to remaster spider-man again and you have to pay for it again even though it only came out two years ago that's you know that's they're sticking to that and basically everyone else in the industry right now apart from nintendo is is making them look bad in, from that from yeah. yeah one thing i do want to respond to person person is asking um do we even know for sure that there is a psvr2 and i i, I would say yes because um, they've had people from their R&D development architect teams talk about their next headsets, about what would be in a PSVR yep. 2. They haven't named it. They haven't announced that it's coming or when it's coming. But they've had plenty of people internally at Sony discuss what the future of VR is going to be uh, vaguely yeah. and talk about features and talk about... Um, they even They even said that they're not going to release it alongside the PS5 because they want the PS5 to have room to breathe and launch. And then later on, yep. we release the next headset like they did mm. PSVR. Um, so they've, they've talked about yep. it in those terms. So to me, that's an implicit confirmation that a new headset is in development and is coming. Um, I mean, I yeah. none of us well, here at Upload have had the chance to interview any of the people on those R&D teams. So we haven't, you know, asked them, you know, or gotten them to say the phrase PSVR 2. But I think it's, it's pretty mm. clearly on the way. It's just we don't know when. I have no doubt in my mind that it is happening, basically. It's just a question of if it's 2021 or 2022, and I suspect it's 2022, personally. I mean, looking yeah. at the evidence as well, like not, not only like from you know, hearing from people from Sony, but also looking at like the job listings that we, we found, mm-hmm. yeah, where they yeah. literally said, like, next gen, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, as well as we've the seen... patents, right? We've seen developers um, mention their games are coming to the next-gen PSVR. That's happened yeah, more than once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a very good point, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's going to happen. And I, 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 
I'm really, really excited about it because as much as I love Quest 2, Quest 2 is never going to get Resident Evil 8. Quest 2 is not going to get Gran mm. Turismo 7. I, and yeah, VR no, still that, needs exactly. that level of production. Yeah, like v, uh, VR, I mean, like even just carrying on the line of PSVR games, Blood and Truth 2, Iron Man 2, Astrobot 2, actual Astrobot 2, not that fake crap that's launching with it. Uh, PSVR Worlds 2, maybe <laughs> PSVR. Well, I mean, there's like five games in that, so like PSVR Worlds 10. Um, <laughs> all of that stuff needs to happen. And at the end, like, there's. Oh, like, and not to Phoenix mention. This isn't we, on we PlayStation forgot, yet. We, we forgot to mention um, Impulse Gear. You know, what are they working on? Farpoint 2, right? Like, yeah, that's, exactly. If, that's a great they, point. They've been working on a game for years now, and um, I, I, I will never forget going to that E3 because. Um, for the first time ever, a VR game had the giant billboard over the convention center that usually goes to Call of Duty. Yep. Sony paid for Farpoint yep. to have that placement. Wow. So that was that was yep. a big moment. I remember seeing that before the game had been announced. We saw the the billboard and um we were just, you know, like, oh my God, you know, there's a PSVR headset up I there got- with an aim controller. Like that's huge. Mm. Um so I got I, I'm excited it. to see- such a cool game. It mm. was, it was, and it had um, good co-op. The whole campaign was playable in co-op. It had um, some cool multiplayer challenge maps. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. No, it was separate. Oh, yeah. It was separate co-op maps. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it had a cool story, Just, and it was a uh, great great facial animations for the time back when that came out. I mean, it was it was ahead of its time in yeah. a lot of ways. So I want to know what they're working on, because obviously they're working on something. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I, and, and I have no doubt in my mind that as soon as PSVR 2 gets announced, that will be the VR ecosystem I want to be involved with the most. It's, yeah. I mean, PSVR was the ecosystem I was involved with the most. It's just so dated now. So, so yeah. dated. Um, and the, the fact that people are probably going to have to put up with it for probably another two years on a new console that isn't even going to take advantage of the graphical horsepower that uh that it affords and people are gonna have to use these freaking move controllers for another two years which are just yeah, like god damn it they're the let, worst things about, in the world like let's talk about what what that's like here because you have like the quest 2 versus the gear vr you know that that's happened mm-hmm. over the course of five years right four or five years yeah um, and there's that's, there's yeah, been a, a huge point. jump in in technology and you know graphical power and you know all the features tracking the Move controllers in the PlayStation camera came out with the PS3. Like, that is yep. roughly 10 years old, that technology. And they're still trying to use that in 2020 VR games. Like, that's... Like, just putting that into perspective here of what the next PS4 headset could be like, that jump in quality could be astronomical compared to anything we've seen so yep. far. Astrobotic. Yeah, it could oh. be. Sure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Whatever you say, woman, Kyle. <laughs> I feel like that's a good that's a good place to wrap. Watch this space. <laughs> what a woman, Kyle? No, no, don't watch. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. it's it's an interesting to... time, exciting time. Go ahead. I'm just saying I'm I on 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 the on the subject of of rapping I'm sitting on I've been sitting on the stairs for the entire episode and my butt is in a lot of pain. Oh man, but, I did that last time I was on. I mean, that was like years ago. Yeah, but. that was ages ago, okay. 
I got a bony butt, everyone. I don't know if you needed to know that, but um, I do. I yeah. do have that, and it's it's painful. I'm in a lot of pain right now, but that's that's what I'm willing to go through for this audience and this podcast. Mm. There we go. That's okay. dedication right there. <laughs> Quick uh, housekeeping yeah. items. Uh, we we are going to have more PS5 coverage. Um, nothing else this week, but next week we are going to have impressions of using the PSVR on the PS5. Yeah. I'll have a full assessment of um, whether or not it's worth it. Um, my my gut tells me it won't be, but I haven't tried it yet. I don't know. Um, we're going to have a lot of uh, more details about VR, that kind of stuff. For, for VR, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking just about 4VR. Not exactly. just generally the system. You didn't just... Break a massive embargo. Not worth it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. For VR is what I'm talking about. Um, and uh, lots of other good stuff is, is coming soon to the site. Lots of uh, lots of streaming over the next few weeks. I think we're going to be trying to go live mm. um, pretty much every day here on the YouTube channel. And so to that note, we have a big announcement to make about the VR download show. Um, you've been <laughs> watching it every Thursday, like today. Here on YouTube, you know, once a week, talking about the news and all that good stuff. Um, so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be taking our our one single awesome show. We're going to break it into two shows. You see that? You see what happened there? We had one, and now it's it's going to be two, just like that. That's what happens. Exactly, exactly. Oh, wait, right. So Brains. now uh, we are moving to a new format new schedule on uh, mondays we will be having the hardware version of the vr download it will it'll be mostly hardware and, topics, and wide headsets, outlook of industry, the industry topics yes mm. the outlook of the industry trends um a lot of that kind of stuff and then on thursdays like today but probably earlier in the day we'll nail down a time later uh, we'll be doing a gaming focused show. So it'll be led by me and Jamie here on Thursdays here on our YouTube. We'll be having a studio discussion in the VR download, but specifically about gaming. So Monday will be industry topics, hardware topics, trends. Uh, Thursday will be very focused on VR games, um, maybe AR games if we and, ever and have content. any that are worth talking about. And content. And content in general. Like, yeah, like yeah, movies experiences and stuff like that and, as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're we're kind of splitting well, it into stuff. the the software and then the hardware, like two 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 separate shows, um, both equally great. So double the uh, content for you guys. We're going to be putting them both out as podcasts as well, audio versions. Um, they'll be both are going to be the VR download, same quality, all that good stuff. But the, we will have two shows now, and uh, yeah, good stuff. I have a phone I have a phone ringing in this room, so let me mute my mic real quick. Jamie, you can go ahead and talk about something. I'm excited about splitting into the two shows, Zena. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know if we're supposed to say this, and I don't know if Heaney's going to be like, shut up, Zena, no. But... Uh, that doesn't sound like Heaney at all. I'm, I'm also excited about uh, Heaney God turning into Heaney Human. <gasps> yeah, that, can, that might be happening soon. We might, you might get to meet Heaney on the screen in, <laughs> in the boxed formation. Because hopefully, you know, eventually... Like, right. I don't think Heaney wants to be just making the studio forever. I might be wrong. He might, I mean, he might love it. He uh, is bursting with I think uh, he, opinions and I think he exists in, in the metaverse. He's, he's, he's a yeah. cloud being at this point. And a quick he's shout like a out Digimon. here to Adam Hartzell. <laughs> Adam Hartzell says, I've never thought of I'm that. team David, Zena, Jamie. Island Ian can stuff it. 
Oh, it's like Civil War. Civil War of the podcast. Oh, man. We're going to start getting compared. We're going to have to, like, assess our... Our, our stats together who gets the more the more viewers who um who's more popular oh man it's going to be a civil war gonna have to stop i'm gonna have to start being smarter than ian which i don't think is possible or heaney which i also don't think is possible <laughs> but anyway that'll be fun uh, so also silence. in addition silence to that to, from the to other let you know, <laughs> to let you know kind of the full the full landscape of our streaming here on youtube mondays will be the vr download hardware industry topics trends that kind of stuff Tuesdays will be mostly me, sometimes other people doing game streams here on the YouTube. Um, the Wednesdays, David the David Show, that's right. Uh, Wednesdays will be VR Roulette. Uh, so do our, our silly, quirky game show where we play random stuff off of different headsets. Uh, Thursdays will be the VR Download Experiences in Gaming Software Show. And then Fridays will be another game stream from me or someone else. Usually me um, solo or just someone helping out in chat. Um, so yeah, that, that's mm. our slate of content for, for the week. We're going to try to stick to that schedule and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. it'll be good. Yeah, man. Looking forward to it. Looking forward cool. to the videos. Also, also, our recaps are coming, kind of coming back. We haven't done one of those in a while because we've been making so much of a video content video content yeah first that's our like kind of news bulletin show uh that's that's back today with a, a recap of what's happening with the new warhammer game um maybe some cool stuff happening in december but we're still finalizing that but if you like Ooh. if you like if you like showcases but you wish that showcases vr showcases upload vr showcases were like prolonged a little bit and maybe a bit more focused Maybe there could be something quite exciting in December that maybe less, we'll have an announcement about. Less intense than an hour's show, maybe? Mm. Who knows? Mm. Maybe more intense. I hope more intense. More intense? Mm. Brains are going to be exploding. Oh, God. Curious. <laughs> Hopefully not more intense for me. <laughs> All right, so before, right. before we fully wrap up here, someone in the chat tell me what I should play tomorrow here on YouTube. Well, what game do you want to see me stream tomorrow? And so while, while, you while we wait for votes on that, which? Uh, there's been a there's been I a could. couple of releases. Uh, I could do Blair Witch. Oh, interesting question for you, Jamie. I mean, what are the first please. three PSVR games I should play on PS5? Oh, okay. Uh, Iron Man VR because we want to check out if there's any performance mm -hmm. differences okay. there because that would really really make or break that game. Uh, Mm. Now, should I say stuff that I know you won't like? <laughs> no, I shouldn't. I should say. <laughs> uh, did you ever check? Oh, you haven't played The Last Guardian yet, have you? You should play The Last Guardian flat, and then you should play The Last Guardian VR experience, because that is the boy. The boy. It's really, really, really good. Okay. And okay, it's, so I'll uh, set aside I would 20 love to hours tomorrow well. to do that. Yeah, okay, okay thank you. Thanks for the sarcasm. Really appreciate it. <laughs> and then, last one. Sarcasm? Uh, what? Uh, last one, last one, last one. Think, Jamie, think. Do what's coming out recently that's good? Try, uh, try The Walking Dead on uh, uh, oh, yeah. Onslaught. Uh, Saints mm, and Sinners. Okay. Why not? Because we all like okay. that. We all like all right. that. All right. We all like to stab a zombie. Mm. Sounds good. Stab a all zombie. Right. There we go. All right. Cool. Cool. All right, it looks like here in the chat we got some votes for some spoopy games. 
Um, Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, some people want to see the new no, Ubisoft no. space game potentially. Sorry, well, we, we, could, we could do that. Would, that would be cool. It's not exactly a Halloween game, though, is it? Unless it is, and no, if they haven't told anyone, it's like a PT thing. <laughs> They're actually geniuses. <laughs> maybe I'll I'll wait and do that one another time. It makes more sense to do horror, so maybe tomorrow I'll do. Maybe I'll do like a variety stream. You know, nice. I'll do I'll, I'll do a little Blair Witch, do some Five Nights, do some uh, other stuff like that. Nah. 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 All right. Nah. Cool. Well, thank nah. you everybody for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, make sure you tune in on Monday for the first iteration of our new spinoff hardware focused VR download show. And uh, come back again tomorrow to see some spooky VR content. Uh, thank you very much, Jamie and Zena, for hanging out with me here today, going over the news oh, and topics. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you know what? You're you. welcome. You're welcome. Okay. That's okay. You're welcome. Can you do this? All right. Can Thanks, everybody. Up? We'll see you again no. on the next one. Or I'll, I'll be like Kyle. We'll see you in the future. In the metaverse or whatever it is. Oh, yeah.